Welcome to Brightly, You Radiant Being, the show that wildly recognizes, encourages, and invests in the radiance we all carry so you can shine your brightest. We're just a couple curious people interested in friendship, ideas, and personal development. This is a show that strives to speak to the curious, to those who long to explore new ways of thinking, reflecting, and being. Through sharing our experiences, friendship, and interests, we hope to impact you to step more brightly into yourself inch by inch. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Amy. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited to be talking to you today. I love Fridays. I know we post Mondays, but I I look forward to this. (laughs) I do too. I do too. In fact, this morning I was like, it's Friday. Okay, great. Good. I love it. Yes, and you I'm can excited. see it on your face. I love it. You're you, you're shining brightly yourself today. <laughs> yeah. Well, makeup and a light ring help, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Got to have those influencer eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, so opposite of shining bright. Last yeah. week, you know, we kind of talked about stepping into that darker side, the shadow side, mm-hmm. um, addressing recurring patterns. Um, things we'd like to just like rise from. So like, did any other shadows come up for you? I know you mentioned like a recurring shadow for you. I mean, I have a few. (laughs) I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Uh, The one that I, I've both, I've been directly trying to work on it in a way Mm -hmm. that's actually caused more shadows to come up. Uh, that's the tricky thing about yeah. them. Yeah. I, I, I was not approaching it in the right way. I was taking a very, you know, I'd say more Western, you know, stance on how to solve and address um, my issues and how I want to improve myself and just uh-huh. different goals I want to achieve. Um, so, so the shadow I want to talk about today or kind of what inspired the overall topic for today, um, you know, a brighten up. Um, was when, uh, you know, everything with the year that was 2020 started to happen in the U.S. in March. Um, I was lucky enough that I felt secure in my job. Um, You know, I had long-term concerns, but I didn't have any immediate needs with that. And I'm an introvert, so I kind of looked forward (laughs) to getting to cancel some events or not having to go into, you know, uh, an 18-story building every day in the heart of, of downtown Um, I was looking at this as an opportunity to kind of take a negative and make it a positive in my life that there were a lot of personal goals I wanted to achieve specifically around, uh, you know, my appearance, uh, how I presented myself out in the world. And I got really attracted to this concept of a glow up. Have you heard of that? Well, I only heard of it through you. I had never heard of it before. I think I'd heard of a concept like that, but not the actual thing itself. So yeah, you're who I heard it through. And I love the term glow up, right? Yeah. It's, it sounds so attractive, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's a glow up you, you know, and, and I don't know if it was specific to, you know, the year that we had, or if it kind of existed before this, and this is just a lot of people had the similar idea that I did, you know, whether they Mm -hmm. were laid off or not, you know, like, we suddenly found ourselves with time, you know? Yeah. You had this space. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, to me, a glow up was, you know, you, you kind of, you, you go into your den for 30, 60, 90 days or whatever, and you come out a different person, you know, and, and, and you just, you, you oh, yeah, that easy. <laughs> right. Isn't, isn't that easy? 
Um, so for me, you know, a glow up, like I said, was really around appearance. You know, I've had um, some struggles with my weight my whole life for various reasons. And, um, you know, as an adult, just become more and more sedentary. You know, I, I sit at a desk all day. I spend quite a bit of time in my car going back and forth. And then you get home and the motivation just wasn't there. Um, and we, we live in Minnesota, we're in a Northern climate. So I really only have so many months out of the year where I can comfortably do the things outside I want to do. Um, or even, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too fearful of the snow or of the ice of, of the cold. I, I do okay in it, but my preferred hiking locations have become cross country ski trails. Like I just don't have access sure. mm-hmm. to some of the, the, um, habits and routines and, and preferences mm-hmm. I had. But so I wanted to come out a new and improved person. I wanted to take this time and I wanted to invest in myself. Um, What actually happened with that was a lot of anxiety, analysis, paralysis, and depression. Um, Oh, yeah. A lot of unnecessary pressure on myself. And, you know, as I said, it it was a really Western concept and ideal to me because we were in a pandemic. We're in a pandemic. I, I don't want this episode to become about that, but... we have a lot going on um, at at the collective level and the personal level, right? right? Like it's been a year. Um, You might have the space and the time to do this glow up, but you're completely eliminating like the stress and anxiety and fear that go along with the whole pandemic, right? Yeah. And for everything that I thought was going to improve in my life to make the space, what actually happened where there were new things that replaced it, that I didn't see coming. Lonely. Like what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and the surgeon general has even talked about the epidemic that loneliness is even before, you know, social distancing started Mm -hmm. physically, the physical distancing started, Um, you know, men go through it at a greater rate than women, just because their core relationships are just different. They don't, Mm-hmm. Um, tend to get it the same way other people do. And so for me, you know, I have a, a really good group of core friends, you being one of them that I love to talk to. But what happened was the pandemic shifted everybody's roles and responsibilities so much mm-hmm. um, that all of my friends have, you know, have children, have spouses, have have jobs that were affected by this. So they were working more. They're now uh, daycare. They're also teachers, you know, they're to the point where if they, if they get moments to themselves, they need them to themselves. And so I found myself, you know, looking forward at first to being like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to have, you know, this extra time to myself that I needed before as an introvert. And I wasn't always getting, and now I have too much. And the ways that I filled that before just going to work, banter, seeing people in person, walking in halls, even my favorite radio show, they were canceled due, due to budgetary, you know, just changes in radio Mm -hmm. and all that. And so, so much changed. And, and I kept trying to force the glow up to happen. And as, as we started working on this podcast and I started trying to figure out like, how, how can I make my life different? How can I achieve these goals in a different way? As I kind of prepared for the end of the year, you know, just kind of reflected, I realized that part of the anxiety and depression around some of these goals and things I wanted to change and do better. Um, it was all around trying to fix or improve something I am yeah, or trying to force myself to quickly be something I already wasn't. And I, I just decided like, what if I focus instead on intentionally building who I wanted to be? Um, and 
not just, I wish I worked out more, but like, why do I work out, you know, and, and having, you know, kind of core reasons beyond appearance or, you know, I'm, I'm getting older and I should just do it all already. You know, it seems so much gentler too, when you say intentionally building who I want to be, it just seems like a much more gentle, organic process than, than the glow up, um, you know, yeah. make sure you work out this many times a week and, and whatever else would be involved with that. Well, and I just kind of sat down and realized too, as I kind of reflected on, you know, at the end of the year, I, I, I really like um, this free resource, a team, I think in the Netherlands puts out called the yearly compass, um, where it's a lot yeah. on reflecting. Mm-hmm. And I just realized a lot of the goals I was working towards weren't really the goals I actually wanted anymore. And that oh, I just had, wait, how did you know that? I just realized I was forcing it, that the motivation wasn't there, the interest. So not just the glow up, but other goals as well. I, yeah. And and I think some of those goals fit into the glow up, but it, it it became around feeling bad that I hadn't achieved that or accomplished it. And it just became a task. Another thing I had to do instead of something I was excited about and that was feeding me and moving me towards who I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and, and what I want my future to be. It was all of my mm-hmm. goals were so focused in the past. And what do they say? You know, if that that's where depression is. And, and if you're too far in the future, that's where anxiety is. And I think that's exactly. what it did to me. It just enhanced the depression and anxiety around those goals. So I just want to, I want to go back to what you said about the goals you were working on were rooted in the past. Is that what you said? Yeah. A lot of my reasons for, you know, wanting to run a marathon someday or, you know, wanting, you know, I've had, you know, being vegan, trying to be vegan. I'm an ethical vegetarian. I'm there. That's not a struggle for me at all, but Mm -hmm. I've been really trying to push the veganism thing and I keep revisiting it every year and I keep failing at it. And finally I sit down and realize I don't. It's okay. It's okay. But (laughs) what interested me about veganism and, you know, like I have found other ways to approach that part of my diet. I have other health goals now, like let's just release it. Like it's not something you have to, why has it, it just keeps carrying over from year to year. You think sometimes too, it can be, um, it might be someone else's goal who's close to you that sometimes you take that goal on as well. Like maybe you see someone else doing this thing and you're like, that seems really cool. And I want to do that too, but it's not really. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? Well, yeah, constantly. And is it the people in your circle or is it social media, TV, movies, everything? It's all all the above. Yeah, I would agree too. What I find funny, and this is off topic, is that I became a vegetarian and you were so great when I became a vegetarian and helped me and gave me all kinds of resources. And then you said, hey, there's this, you know, January, um, like this week long thing. Veganuary. Yes, (laughs) veganuary. So if you're, if you're um, a carnivore to eat vegetarian for a week if you're vegetarian to eat vegan for a week and I asked my youngest who was also doing the very vegetarian with me he's like yeah let's do it and then and you guys excelled at it like we you did. took it How, and you ran with it further than I ever have it was but you know what Nathan actually went back to um he still has mainly a plant-based diet and he doesn't do dairy 
but he will do like eggs and fish and things like that yep. now. But uh, yeah, so that's just funny. Is that so? It wasn't have to really supposed to be your goal. No, right? no. At the time <laughs> when it came into my life, it absolutely was. It, it fit so perfectly. But we're now eight years in the future, and I'm able to source my food differently, and and, right. and just achieve goals differently. <laughs> and, and I know more than I did eight years ago, and and mm-hmm. and I'm a different person. Um, but so for the brighten up, it became really reframing that glow up. And I love the term. And if it works for people, great. This, this is not meant to shame anybody, but instead of just reframing my goals under the glow up, I also decided and to brand it with our podcast to call it a brighten up. I know. I I love it. (laughs) I, I don't just want to achieve some level or skill or appearance, but I want to brighten up my whole life and my whole being. I I just, that just makes me so happy because if anyone were to hear that statement, of course they would want to do that as well. Who wouldn't want to do that, right? Who wouldn't want to brighten up their whole life? And your life is not how you look, right? That might be part of your life, but it's not just how you look, how you present yourself. It's so much more nuanced and varied and levels. And so I love that. I'm and, excited. <laughs> oh, I'm glad because I think I've mentioned this before, but I I occasionally have these days. I call them my bright and shiny days. Yeah. And it's just where you wake up and life just kind of feels effortless. You're naturally in a good mood. But what I like about the concept of the brighten up, and we'll get into it a little bit later in the episode more in depth, but it's also, it's not just me. It's about the changes I make in me brightens up others too. Ooh. And so on my bright and shiny days, I, it's not just that I feel great and that I feel, you know, like this bright shine, you know, it's, it's not about trying to get people to look at me. It's not about what I achieved that day. I interact with people differently in a way where I feel mm-hmm. like it becomes contagious. And what's frustrated me, especially in 2020 was I don't know how to make them happen. It feels like the times when I'm trying to force it is when they don't happen. I was like, is it hormones? Is it the stars? Is it the moon? Like what, oh. cy- you know, like what cycles are possibly affecting this? Okay. So you have bright and shiny days where you wake up and everything is just, and it just happens. Great. And, and it so, just happens and you don't know why. And so with the brighten up, it's, it's figuring out what it is about who I am on those days that I like so much. Oh, I love it. Who you are that you like so much that then you can just present yourself out into the world and everybody just absorbs it and reflects it back. Exactly. So the the question for the podcast then today for for all the listeners, but especially for you, I'm I'm so curious, (laughs) how intentional are you with the person you are? And, and I don't, we mentioned this in the first episode, but yeah. if this is your first episode, if you haven't heard it, I mean, I do have a bit of an age gap. So I'm in my mid thirties. You're at a different stage of your life. So I'm 62. It's okay. We can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> but so I, I really want to hear from, from your perspective yeah. too, because you've, you've, you've done this, like you so, are bright and shiny to me all the time. Thank you. I just thought of I honestly, the movie Moana just came into my head. And do you know, do you, have you ever watched Moana? I have, but I don't know why it's in your head. Okay. The, the, he's a crab and he sings a song, shiny. And, and he loves everything bright and shiny, but he's like this horrible beast who like eats everybody. And, but anyways, 
off topic again. So I have, even though I am 62 and you'd think I'd be like um, a professional at, <laughs> at being intentional with who I am, it's taken me a long time to be intentional with who I am because I think that so much of my life, I was trying to be something else, right? Either something that I thought I should be because I sought someplace else or that someone else told me I should be. And I think that, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing that, I mean, I was born in 1958. And when you think about it, women could not have credit cards, their own credit cards until the late seventies, I believe. Like they couldn't have their own. Yeah. Um, and we know how I am with, well, some of you know how I am with credit <laughs> cards. So maybe that's not such a great thing, but the whole fact that credit or that kind of spending, um, or even so, the schools were still segregated. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's just, it's taken me a long time to actually get back to the person who I know I am. And I think that it goes back to sort of like, you know, that younger version of yourself sometimes is your true self and you just mm -hmm. push them away and put them in their little room. And then you try to be someone else. Well, and I, I, think, remember, I think it's more than that though. You're conditioned, you're taught. You are, you're, absolutely. You're and when I first became a supervisor, I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable because I was trying to be someone who I wasn't. I was trying to be a supervisor and how you should be a supervisor. And it was, it was one of my nephews actually, who said, why are you like being a half-assed version of yourself? They didn't oh, wow. hire you. Yeah. They didn't hire you to not be yourself. They hired you because you're you. So like be your full ass version. And the minute that I could do that and just be myself. And part of that was like laughing really loud and trying to make stupid jokes and being vulnerable and um, being open with people and wanting them to talk to me and just finally being myself. It, it, I became the supervisor I was always meant to be. But and more isn't so it than funny, that, the things that we police, sorry to interrupt, but the no, things no. that we police ourselves on are yeah. the things that make people fall in love with us on, on, Honest as, to goodness. on so many levels. I once worked with a woman who ate, she, she ate at her cubicle and we had an open air thing every day because somebody complained about her laugh in our open air break room that during lunch, her laugh was too loud. Oh. And I think telling somebody that they talk too loud or criticizing their laugh in any ways is one of the meanest things you can do to someone. Cause your laugh is, it, you don't make that like, it just comes out. No, it's one of the most natural right? things about you. If it's a genuine laugh. Yeah. So I love that you decided like I'm and being open, like that make, helps people trust you more. Like it makes you a better supervisor, but isn't it it did. it's one of the first things we decide. I can't share things about myself. I can't laugh right. too loud. I, I gotta be serious. Right. I, what I talk Which, about. In the of course. Yeah. And then that just, I mean, then I was better able to to of course be a you know more intentional with who I was as just a human being. But I think that we're constantly evolving, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have to open ourselves up to 
being intentional to the new evolution of ourselves to this next level of ourselves. And I'm not always good with that. And when you first asked that question, I realized like it literally, I was like, crap, am I being intentional? Like, am I actually being intentional right now? And there are times when like on social media, I police myself. And I mean, sometimes you should police <laughs> yourself, right? But, but yeah, that's a really good question. And I'm glad you asked it. And I, I'm going to dig deeper into it. I love that. I find for myself that I'm intentional with who I'm not. Like I know who I don't want to be. Okay. I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to be cruel. I don't want to me- be mean. I don't want to be selfish. Um, one of the the main, you know, pieces of feedback that I've gotten from people in the past year and thank you cards or just like different messages is everyone's just been talking about how thoughtful I am. And oh, I think that's always. just a by- thank you. I think this is a byproduct though of me wanting to make sure other people have space and can fully be themselves. But when it comes to other things, you know, how I focus so much, or I have been like my growth throughout the shadow work, the growth I have seen myself that I can give myself credit for is I'm far less reactive in my relationships than I ever was. And Mm -hmm. so I, before I used to spiral and feel bad about how I acted, you know, in certain family situations or certain colleagues, customers, things like that, because at the core of it, I was just reacting. And, And so I've gotten better at, you know, like I said, what I'm not but how intentional am I with who I am and what I'm also kind of struggling with or not struggling, but just kind of considering is, you know, how I want to be genuine and authentic. And so does that mean that I'm a different person to a stranger than a neighbor, than a partner, a friend or parent, a sibling? Mm. Um, I don't have children yet, but how consistent are you? You know, definitely there's different levels of intimacy within all of our different relationships, but I find that, you know, I, the person I am is slightly different depending on who I'm interacting with. And well, I'm not so sure that that's a bad thing because I think sometimes we have roles that we exactly. Yeah, exactly. But so, so is that a concern that you think like, Oh, I'm not being authentic because I'm being a little bit different with this person than with that person. Well, I think overall it's just, you know, is my persona you know, being who I am and being fully there, like, does it matter? Um, okay. So definitely there are different boundaries that you're going to have with your boss, with the CEO of your company, right. and you're going to have with your neighbor, right. but at its core, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty informally formal person. So like formally, I, I like, I, I like to know what roles we're playing. I like to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do, but I'm pretty informal within those boundaries. I, so I, are you I, just talking about work or are you talking about life? Well, kind of in life, I'd say in life. Okay. Um, I definitely, I like my rules. I like to know what the rules are (laughs) so that I can follow them. Got it. You know, I still, you know, when I'm, you know, where we work, we don't have a CEO, but we do have a top guy. Um, And I'm the same. The reason why I get to be in the roles I'm in, the meetings I'm in, the, the, the projects I'm on is because I'm not intimidated by people at that level um, that I'm working with the top of the organization, those Mm -hmm. around And so I do know that I am kind of genuine and authentic that I don't feel the need to kind of portray myself a certain way. But at the same time, you know, I understand that the world that we work in, sometimes you do have to portray yourself as a certain role in order to 
be allowed certain responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I struggle, where I don't want it to feel contrived, fake, or forced. And sometimes when I try and fulfill those stereotypical roles, kind of like you were talking about with your supervisor experience, mm-hmm. um, is that being genuinely authentic or is it just playing the part? Well, how do you feel in just like everyday life? Even though I realize we're in quarantine and it's limited yeah. with who you're around, but like before quarantine or something like that, like, I, are you- I feel- it's not super intentional. It's more like being on autopilot. And that's, that's what's, I feel like attracted me to the concept of the glow up. And then now to the brighten up is, um, bringing it to be more intentional. So I'd like to share a poem if you don't mind. So again, I'm kind of thinking about, you know, how intentional with the person you are kind of also led me to, you know, naturally then are you who you want to be? And then what kind of person do you want to be, Tracy? Like, do, do you know that? Have you have you thought about that? I think that's the first part of being intentional is knowing what you want. And so you're still kind of struggling with that, right? Or maybe struggle is it. the wrong, struggle is the wrong word. I'm sorry about I, that. I will say I like who I am and other people right. seem to like me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I think I know who you are. So yeah. it, I, but I feel like we don't necessarily know who the other person actually wants to be who they want to brighten up to be right yes okay so I heard this poem by unheard words on TikTok I'm only going to read part of it but it well I'll read it and then we'll share some reflections on it I'd love to hear what you think about it as well yeah I admired her because she was the type of person who walked through the world as if the Greek gods and goddesses could not touch her when she dismissed someone she did so in entirety like a mighty general overseeing an army that gave orders and swept the board, invincible in every sense of the word. She walked with her chin up, no matter her position, like a rebel who had gotten caught after a failed mission and decided to die in dignity. I'm going to cry. (laughs) (laughs) What's your immediate reaction? What makes you want to cry? All of it. Mainly, she walked with her chin up no matter her position, like a rebel who had gotten caught after a failed mission and decided to die in dignity. I mean, wow. But even the beginning, as if the Greek gods and goddesses couldn't touch her. I mean, who doesn't want to be this person? I mean, first of all. Um, I mean, male, man or woman, we don't necessarily have to gender it. I mean, right. immediate reaction, you know, kind of something I've been thinking about, but I didn't want to limit the show to it is what kind of woman do I want to be? Um, but also what kind of person? And so reading this now, to me, it's about character. You know, I don't want to be this person in the poem. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad thing, but it sounds like this person has a strength of character that it can right. be so easily seen and described. And that when you you read this person's perception of her, it's so clear that she knows who she is and she just fully lives in that. And that's what I'm striving for. So you want something that's maybe a little bit more actual that you could, that someone else could say, this is Tracy. Tracy yes. is this and this and this. Or even that I could say. I that mean, you writing about me is, is the hardest thing for me. Uh, have you tried that you've you've tried writing about yourself oh yeah okay Uh, and and, I mean 
dating profiles are the hardest thing in the world. For me. Oh, I'm, I'm so I'm, happy I don't have to do that. <laughs> You're so Knock on wood. <laughs> because everything's a sales pitch and trying to attract someone. And I go so much more off people's energies and I'm so much broader than, than these categories that are in there. And, and I don't want to sell myself too much as something I'm not, you know, like I'm, I'm so, oh, I just feel so much bigger than that world is going to allow you to be. Um, but it's also, even if, if we weren't in, in the type of living situation we find ourselves in right now, it's just really hard to meet people. It's hard to make mm-hmm. friends as an adult. Um, you know, I'm out of college. My friends are all married, not a lot of single friends. Um, and, and I've been single this long. I'm willing to wait for the right one, Amy. <laughs> not just looking to fill a check a box. Right. Right. But so for me, what I want to work on, you know, is that deep and lasting change over superficial change. So that to me is like kind of the core of the brighten up is the yeah. deep lasting change. I love that deep lasting change, but um, what but, kind of deep lasting change? <laughs> Sorry. So, so again, it goes, it goes back to that character, character development. So again, I like who I am and I could probably sit down and define some things, but I want to be more, I want to be more. Like I, I what wanna, though? What? I want a, I want a poem written about me, Amy. Like, okay, let's be honest. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> I want that poem to be good. I want that poem to make people cry. You were crying. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just, I want to, I want to go through this world, um, more intentionally than I feel like I have been, especially this year, you know, I can keep giving myself allowances for different things that happen at different times, but I I think it's time to, to do the hard work, to do the study and more importantly, to do the practice. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what a glow up is missing is a glow up is kind of like, yeah, you did the hard work, but then you were just that thing or you appeared at that thing. Yep. Um, and so for me, brighten up is ongoing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, so character development or the potential that comes from character development is mm-hmm. having within us what we want to give to the world. And I think that's kind of where I'm struggling. It's around that purpose. What am I giving the world? What am I here for? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've found different ways to be purposeful, but is it really touching my soul? I know. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I'm just a seeker. I am a manifesting generator. We're bound but, to have a trillion hobbies and right? be yeah. interested in everything. But you know what's interesting to me? And I'm going to go back to the episode we did on ritual and how we both want to be more intentional with ritual. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like it's it's all a practice, right? You have to make it a practice. You have to make it not necessarily a habit, but a ritual. So even your brighten up, your being intentional has to be, there has to be something around it. That's almost like a ritual. Yeah. And, you know, do what you can with what you have, with where you are. I think it was Teddy Roosevelt that yep. said that. And yep. so that, that's what I feel like I am in my day to day. And I think I strive to be at the higher range of that, but I want to take it to that next level, that next step. You know, I, I want, I want to, um, oh, what else has Teddy Roosevelt said? Live the strenuous life, you know? Mm. So right now it feels kind of comfortable. Um, <laughs> it's time to get uncomfortable. And so it's that growth within you. Like, I know I can do it. My bio right now on our Instagram, I think talks about how tenacity is my primary skill set. It is how I get through life. I just figure yeah. it out. I just push through it. Yeah. And I think that's where I want to be a little bit more intentional. You know, I, uh, part of my job used to be 
um, I, I supported a director and when a former employee, because we had lifelong employees, people work there 40, 50 years or more, and then they mm-hmm. volunteer after they leave. Um, so when, when these former mm-hmm. employees would pass away, my job would be, once we heard about it, to go and read their obituary and then help craft a letter to the family that highlighted the work that they did. And then she would go in and add her personal experiences of that person. Mm-hmm these obituaries were amazing and just made me feel like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> you know. And one of my favorite ones, you know, just talked about how she lived with grace and grit and that I've that's where wondered, that came. Yeah. That's where that came from was yes. beautiful obituary from somebody who lived a very long life. I mean, it yeah. was, it's a sad loss for the world. They're not here, but they, they clearly lived a long and wonderful life and touched a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm single, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, interested in dating. So am I, you know, if I were to write down all the qualities of the person that I want, am I somebody deserving of that? I mean, that's a piece of that. And then if I were to be blessed with a family, what am I going to raise, you know, and am I reflective of what I want to, you know, not just that do as I say, not as I, I, I am kind of a thing. Do as I, I say, guess. not as I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to <laughs> do and say, um, so yeah, but it also goes back, you shared an affirmation, which it turns out is from a song that I actually love. So I yeah. <laughs> feel like it's, it was imprinted, but be a blessing to everyone you meet. Mm-hmm. And I think some people might hear that and be like, my life shouldn't be about other people though. It should be in, you know, all these things should be more internal. It shouldn't be externally driven. But to me, I feel like it is internally driven to me. It's about, you know, not operating from lack, but operating from abundance. And when you do that, oh, Tracy, yes, because you, I love that. And when you operate from abundance, we're not just talking about, of course, not just monetary things. Exactly. If you have an abundance of love, an abundance of, of, uh, of everything bright and beautiful, and you give it out willingly to anyone around you, of course, it's going to come back to you. Of course. So when people say it shouldn't just be about other people, well, Honestly, and not to make it an icky thing, but every time you give something out, something comes back to you. And that's not why you do it. That's energy. Yeah. You just do it. But that is how energy works. Energy gets exchanged. Like it's energy for energy. And um, if you're not willing to, oh, Oh, go go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if you're not willing to be a blessing to other people, why should anyone be a blessing to you? Ooh, I like that. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So what attracted you to that affirmation or that line in the song? Like, why did you decide like that's something for you? I'm Tracy, stop making me cry. I'm going to try not to cry. Um, It actually was around the time that um, my oldest was struggling with addiction and um, I realized that uh, I wasn't, and believe me, I love my children like ridiculous, right? But I was not acting like a blessing to Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. I was acting outside of who I was because of the addiction And I was not giving her the actual love that she still deserved and needed. And when I heard that song, 
not only was I thinking about myself, but I was thinking about her as well and how she was walking through the world and thinking about herself. And um, so I just took that and said, I'm going to make that one of my affirmations that and instead in the song, it says, do I make myself a blessing mm-hmm. to everyone I meet? So I changed it to, I make myself a blessing to everyone I know and meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and what an amazing display of empathy. Well, during a really hard time, you know, that it just helped you reframe the situation to, to not only be in your own, you know, like it validated your own emotions, but then helped you help her, which I have to imagine had to improve your relationship, your communication. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And just so everyone knows she's clean and sober for gosh, going on nine, eight years, eight years. So that's that maybe seven years. It doesn't matter. Sorry. That's another podcast though. (laughs) Yeah. That's another podcast, but yes. So that's, it was full of emotion for me. Um, And so I feel like every time I say it, I have that emotion and that feeling. And so that's why I think it's such, um, there's so much force behind that affirmation. So when you first started using it, did you notice a difference in Mm -hmm. how you acted with others, how others received you? Did anyone else notice? I don't know if other people noticed or not, but I will say just like you, when you wake up and have your bright and shiny days and you go out in the world and people react to you differently and react, sort of reflect it back that what happened for me when I first started using it is if I wasn't acting like that, you know, it would pop up in my head and I would reframe how I was acting or reacting to a person um, or a situation. And I like take judgment out of it and then come back in with a different frame of mind, a different frame of heart, right? A different um, frame of heart. Oh, I love that. Cause it's, <laughs> it's easy to say, I'm going to reframe it and then try and make you feel your feelings in a different way, but a different frame of heart is really I just what's needed. came up with that. <laughs> I love it. We're going to do a whole nother episode on that now. (laughs) (laughs) And so the whole thing, and I know we are going to do an episode um, on affirmations, but the whole thing is when you repeat and repeat and repeat, they just, wow, they just pop up in your head and you're like, that's right. It does. And so I can, you know, honestly, except for certain things, like I can be in a store and somebody can have their mask down here and it's just like, you know, they're just doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mm-hmm. think that and walk over here. Um, yes. So would you say so, that that, you know, like now that we're talking about a brighten up and still kind of crafting and defining what that kind yeah. of concept is to us, you know, would you say that that was part of a brighten up for you if you were to? Oh, absolutely. You're right. It was absolutely part of a brighten up because it was intentionally changing how I was being in the world, reacting in the world, um, the relationship that I was having. And so that little tiny thing made a little difference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe a big difference, you know, who knows? You're right. It did. So 
that brings me to our quote, you know, a bright spot from a bright person. Um, today's is from Stephen Covey. He wrote the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, I know my organization does a training, um, a massive training um, on him. And that's how I was introduced to, to some of his work on character. Um, but what your story just reminded me of is the quote is, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. Ah. Oh. And again, that was Stephen Covey. That. And so. Yeah. I think, you know, that goes to, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy of, you know, change your thoughts, change your life kind of a thing. Um, you know, once you get the thought in there, you get the habit, but it, to me, it's more than the habit. It's about that deeper dive into the character. You know, if I yeah. have this habit, what kind of person am I going to be or not be? Um, so what's the first thing that you're going to do to, or what has the first thing been that you've actually dug deep on to try to to start this brighten up? So for me, you know, I've, I've been doing some affirmations, so I'm excited to talk to you about that next time or next episode. Um, but I, I saw something recently um, where someone said that at night before they go to bed, they ask themselves questions because then your brain naturally tries to solve it while you sleep. Ooh. Isn't that nice? And yeah. so... Um, you know, from my kind of intentions and affirmations and things like that, um, I, I created questions, you know, <laughs> to try and see if that nice. works. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely still in the, so a thought reap in action stage for a lot of it. Ooh, um, would you be willing to share a question? Uh, yeah. Do you want to vamp while I find it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's um, see. I could try. Well, you know, so, um, you did it. Yeah. I'm here. Good. Oh, vamp. okay. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I mean, do you have something you wanted to say today? No, that? no. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. It worked, it worked really well. I found it right away. Um, so some, so we'll start with kind of my intentions. Um, so I, I can't remember if I've shared this with you, but so my, my goals are my intention for 2020 at the, before anything, you know, December 31st, 2019 <laughs> was to live life out loud. And so I'm, <laughs> I find myself in certain situations as kind of a shy, reticent introvert. I spend a lot of time alone. I don't share a lot about myself. I kind of become a chameleon and I decided I'm going to, I'm going to talk more. I'm going to date more. I'm going to, you know, put myself out there more. I'm going to try new hobbies, go out in the world, get out of my living room, get off the internet. And then the world shut down. (laughs) And, and it's really spending all this extra time alone with myself or only doing things virtually where I don't have the energy of another to play off of. Mm -hmm. One of the things I'm like, gosh, I, I don't know how to have fun. You know, I, I spent so much of my formative years working multiple jobs, going to multiple schools, trying to achieve this goal that once I got to it, I realized I didn't really want it. Um, you know, going to school for things uh, I didn't want to go to school for, picking jobs because of the benefits and the pay, you know, everybody goes through it, I'm sure. But 
you know, I think it's even in Grey's Anatomy where um, Callie, you know, kind of has a breakdown about why everybody in the hospital sleeps around so much is because they just were big nerds until they were 32 and done with their residency. And so I was like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I have fun, but like, can I have fun on my own? Like laugh out loud fun, like not just, oh, I enjoy what I'm doing, but like, am I fun? I once worked with a guy that he was in that stage of his life where every weekend was a bachelor party, but he had friends with hookups. He was sleeping in castles and mansions on the shore and helicopter rides to tops of penthouses. And just like, he was a cool dude, but not, not nearly that well off. And so I was just like, what do you bring? What do you bring to the party? Right. He looks at me, doesn't miss a beat. And he goes, I bring the fun. And I was like, oh, you do, you do bring the fun. Like, I don't bring the fun. I went on a big trip a couple of years ago for a friend's bachelorette party. I was supposed to, it was somebody I, I, I know well one-on-one, but I, I'm not in her group and I'm a few years older and I know her through a person. So when I originally agreed, like, hey, I'm going to go on this thing, I'm super excited to celebrate her. But the person that I know her through had to drop out because she got pregnant and she oh, couldn't go God. on this trip. Oh, I spent way too much time in my introvert brain. Like I love these people and I love, I love her and her friends by extension are all amazing. But I was like, what do I bring to the party? (laughs) I was like, one of my friends is like, well, you're like the mom. And I was like, there are literal moms in this party. (laughs) I don't need a mom. And there's already an amazing woman, like project managing all of the, the, what do I, I don't bring the fun. What, What does one bring if they're not bringing the fun? Anyway, so that was a long way to say my intention for this year (laughs) is I am fun, highly energetic and light up everyone I'm around. So it kind of expounds on the blessing to everyone I meet, but it brings in that I want that bright and shiny energy I want to bring in. And then just like maybe fun people don't think about being fun, but (laughs) I need to practice it. I need to do the hard work. I need to dive into it. So listen, I have to share something with, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you just for one little. It's a two person podcast. You share away. (laughs) See, you do bring the fun. So my mom decided, um, I, apparently I have to bring up my mom every episode. I so, love it. She's um, welcome here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks mom. So my mom brought up the fact that she needed to have more fun. And this is like a woman who was still working at 96. Okay. So this was like, I don't know. She was 94 or something like, I need to have more fun. I should do more fun things. So she says to one of her granddaughters, she says, Sophia, what do you do for fun? And Sophia said, I do fun things. Like that was her answer. And my mom was like, well, that makes sense. And I guess (laughs) I could have gotten there. I guess I could have gotten there. So anyway, sorry about that little I'm with your mom on that. Like, what is fun? What do I find fun? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But so, so the intention I, so, so my goal is I want to have more fun. I just want it, okay. you know, it's not, yeah. it's not, I just want it. But so yeah. my intention, I am fun, highly genetic and, and light up everyone I'm around. So before bed, my question is, why am I always having so much fun? <gasps> Tracy, that's perfect. It's a perfect, it's a perfect question because it's a, you're, you're, it's in the present moment, but you're asking yourself the question. So you're not immediately going, what are you talking about? You're not, you know what I mean? And then your brain is like, Ooh, why are you always having so much fun? And then it's going to, I love that question. It's brilliant. 
Yeah. So that, that's kind of where I'm starting is that, so a thought reap in action. And so yeah. then on the action front, cause I do have, like I said, like health and fitness goals and stuff like that. Yeah. So for me, you know, it kind of goes a brighten up for me and everybody can define it themselves. I'd love to hear how people would craft their own brighten up. But for me, it's that basic mind, body, soul, you know? So for the yeah. mind, be a work in progress and keep progressing. So did I read today and, and was it not just doom scrolling on Reddit? Um, oh, for, right. for my soul, what does your soul want and, and have you fed it? Um, and then for my body, um, I don't know if anybody followed um, on Instagram, I was introduced to this um, fitness professional influencer, Amanda Kuntz, and her husband, um, it, or I think I just got her name wrong, her husband passed away due to COVID complications. And throughout the whole process, he went into a coma and had all these different issues. But what, what she's really inspired everybody is it's not, I don't have to work out. I get to work out. This body is a blessing. I need to move it because I can, I get to move it because I can. And so that just, it's such a healthy way to think about it. Yeah. And so it changed my personal goals from like, I want to lose weight. I want to be a certain body type. I want to wear certain clothes to just like, I want to use this body because my actual goal in life is to age gracefully. So now instead of, oh, can I run X distance and X amount of time? It's I'm going to do some mobility drills. Like I'm going to make sure that if if I only move this way, then I'm I'm moving another way. So if I only sat all day, like what are Mm -hmm. some, you know, exercises to do to, to combat Mm -hmm. that. But my, my goal changed, like my, my goal in life, just, I want to age gracefully. I want to get to 96 and be like my neighbor next door, still living on my own, still going to the grocery store, still driving a car sharp as a tack, you know, like, yeah, that's ultimately what this brighten up is too, is, you know, I want to be as bright as I can for as long as I can. Um, and take care of this. Right. It's not just for 2021. No. And I think that's the problem with my glow up goals was it was so rooted in just the present or in just like the immediate future that it didn't really take into account. Like, what are your goals after this? And so that's why I want to focus more on character. Nice. So for other people kind of feeling this and, and wanting to change their own character, dive into their goals a different way, just real quick as we wrap up. I have some kind of quick changes in Amy, um, you know, feel free to, to share any that come to mind for you, but sure. just different ways you can be in, more intentional around what you want to bring into your life, character, who you are. So the easiest is the media you consume, your social media, your books, television, movies, radio, podcasts, et cetera. And also the amount of time you spend on the absorbing content versus creating content. Oh, you and I have talked about that so much. And it's, it's when I was first, when someone first mentioned that to me quite a few years ago, I realized that I was absorbing way more than I was creating. And, um, I consider myself a creative person and yet all I was doing was absorbing other creative people's things. And it doesn't make you feel good after a while. (laughs) It's exhausting to just absorb. I, a huge part of my job up until recently was just taking notes, was tracking what other people were doing and project managing and, and just absorbing all this information. And I didn't create any projects. I didn't own anything of my own. I didn't have a say of anything, my own, you know, and And then I'd go home and I would just watch TV and listen to podcasts and music and radios mm-hmm. and read books. And, and part of my problem was I didn't see myself as a content creator. I don't, I don't paint there other than what we're doing right now. There wasn't anything I wanted to put out into the world at the time. Mm-hmm. And instead I was like, you know what, like creating content is just having a good conversation, you know, just talking to someone. 
that's that's and putting honestly, out. That's not just absorbing. Creating, yeah, creating content can be writing in your journal something. Yes. It could be writing Cooking three things. Yeah. Of maybe you write what you're grateful for, like three mm-hmm. things you're grateful for cooking a great dinner, doodling on a piece of paper, coloring in a coloring book. Like it doesn't have to be for mass consumption for other people's consuming. It can just be for you to get things out of you to, 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 to take what you've been absorbing in mess it around a little bit and then put it out into the world. Like here's who, what are the chances that you're you, you know, so your perception, what your hobbies and interests are, the people you interact with and, you know, putting that in the pot and coming out with soup, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Your soup. Tracy soup. soup. Tracy (laughs) soup. (laughs) Again, like I said, the concept of a brighten up, we're still working on it. Soup might not be a part of the final product. Maybe it should be a salad. (laughs) (laughs) So other easy things, as we just shared earlier, affirmations and before bed questions, which we'll do future episodes on for sure. Um, Those are the easy kind of medium difficulty, you know, the people you surround yourself with. So, you know, if if, if you're Mm -hmm. having marital or significant Mm -hmm. other relationships, familiar ones, those are harder to change. Uh, Friend breakups are not easy to go through, but Mm -hmm. if you want to change who you are, not everybody around you is going to allow that to happen. You, you got to picture yourself um, in family and marriage therapy. They, they picture yourself in a rubber band. So if you picture everybody that is having a great day-to-day impact on your life, whether it's colleagues, best friends, people in your family, and you start to move away from that core group where you've been standing, that rubber band is eventually going to snap you back to where you were and possibly move everybody further back than they were <laughs> in the process. So I I would add to that, though, that you might not be able to change the people around you, but you can change how you react to the people around you. And that in turn can change. Yes, absolutely. Mm. I've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you shared a second ago, daily journals. So gratitude you shared. Uh, Some people just do like a three page free write. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, a five minute synopsis where you just like take five minutes and just write about your day, just what you did, what you saw, what you ate. It does not have to, you know, okay. I, I, I'm just I read tell Andy you Warhol's journals and was, I was so disappointed. I thought oh, really? I was a creative genius and it was who he saw, who was at a party and what he ate. I was so bored, so bored, but for him, he got that out every day and he's seen as a creative genius in some circles. There you go. So maybe he had to get sort of the mundane stuff out before he could, um, free his brain and heart and soul up for the creative cool yeah. stuff, right? Maybe. I'm just going to say one thing. The mm-hmm. minute you said synopsis, I went, <laughs> so as a, as a fiction writer as well, and having to do a synopsis for a book, <laughs> that's like, you just go, oh, oh. trigger warning. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Sorry about that. And then some kind of harder, you know, task you could start working on is again, um, you know, doing that, that research, the study, the work and and the practice around your habits, your character, your personality and your goals. Uh, And so weekly, obviously we can't define those for you and hopefully some future episodes, we can help you work through that. Um, But before you get to those points, you know, ask yourself some of the questions we've asked today about what kind of a person am I? Am I, was I intentional with that? Who do I want to be? How do I get Yeah, you, you know what I think would be really fun is maybe, obviously not the next few, but maybe in a couple months, we revisit this after the two of us have had some time to actually dig into it 
and I love it. Talk about it some more. Yeah. And see what's worked for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mentioned in our ritual podcast, you know, I try and do, you know, quarterly check-ins on my goals. I try and do, um, I do like a a mid-year personal retreat. Yeah. Um, I do kind of a little personal thing on, on my birthday so those are all great times to, to kind of check in with yourself on this. And then as we'll talk about in future episodes, you know, we're going to talk, uh, start talking about kind of the wheel of the year and the different cycles. And so there, there are ways of working with the energy that's already around you, whether it's the moon, mm-hmm. astrology, wheel of the year, all that kind of stuff to find those natural transitions in your life where it'll be easier than other times to, yeah. to make these changes. And once again, I think that sort of goes back to what we were talking about um, when we were talking about like the new year, um, that it doesn't always have to be New Year's Eve that you (laughs) decide to have goals or change the way you're doing something or reconstruct your life. You can do it intentionally like every three months or like Mm -hmm. we talked about with the wheel of the year, just different things like that. Absolutely. So with that, as we do every episode, uh, before the card, I shuffled and pulled a tarot card. Um, just kind of my general question is, you know, what, what do we need to know for the show today or what, what kind of aligns? And I ended up getting the 10 of cups. So if you're watching us on YouTube, oh, there's a glare. Sorry about that. I use the <laughs> Raider weight. Is that how you say his name mm-hmm. or the, the name of the deck? But so the 10 of cups kind of shows um, a, a family happy with 10 cups in a rainbow, um, you know, in, in relationship readings, it's like one of the pinnacle cards of just like happy mm-hmm. ever after. Um, but what, what I liked about the, the, um, Biddy Tarot's, you know, just kind of, you know, forward assessment of what this card is. The first one was alignment. Um, and I think that flows so well with this bright map is just trying to align with who you are and who yeah. you want to be. And then another thing that I love too, is it also represents reaping what you've sown, which goes back to the quote that you had earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a very apropos card. I really yeah, like that. So yeah. If you're in some sort of transition in your life, it's a great time to do uh, a brighten up or if you're just feeling motivated, um, yeah. but it's definitely, it's not something to force yourself into. So if you're not there yet, this is just a good time to, again, go through those <laughs> questions um, and next episode, Amy is going to talk to us about affirmations, which is just yeah. a great start or such a supporting, you know, role in, in yeah. who you want to be each day and how, what you want to receive. And- I will dig deep in that. And, um, I, I had a very good teacher with affirmations, my mom again. (laughs) So she will once again be in the episode, (laughs) but I'm really looking forward to talking about affirmations and, and uh, how I see the power of affirmations and how it's actually kind of easy to make them a part of your everyday and to create a little habit that creates the habit of saying the affirmations. So I look forward to that. I'm real excited. You you taught a, a course on Facebook on this one, so I'm I'm looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Oh, you remember that and learning Thanks. something new. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. So as we close out, um, we thank you so much for being here today. It was great. It was actually great to talk to you, Tracy. I learned a lot today, so that was wonderful. But you know what? If this episode spoke to you, your soul, um, please share it. Um, 
we'd love it if you had the time, if you could go on whatever platform you listen to, if you subscribe, if you rate it and a review is like, ah, the pinnacle. It's so great if people can review that. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have any ideas about what you'd love to, for us to talk about, or if you just want to reach out, we love hearing from you. So thanks everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for spending time with us today. And as always, have a bright and beautiful day.